Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. You look good. Thank you so much. You're full. We just ate. Yeah, we ate a while ago. We yeah. ate. We went grocery shopping. It's a busy night for us. Very busy. Very busy. We're kind of like semi-empty nesters. I know. Half-empty nesters. That's <laughs> what we do now. That's right. And we do a podcast. So let's do it. Awesome. From the Disney Parks blog, um, they have an article about bringing home the bounty this holiday season with a new weekly Star Wars um, product reveal program. That's right. Every Tuesday between now and December 28th. So it actually goes through Christmas. Okay. Uh, and past Christmas, they're going to be debuting new Star Wars products every Tuesday. Um, all sorts of items from the portfolio. Uh, you're going to get stuff from things like The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Star Wars movies, Star Wars The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions. Uh, and these debuts are going to take place on bringhomethebounty.com. And let's see, every Tuesday at 6 a.m., they will release uh, release the items, and then the pre-orders will take place Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Uh, or 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it's going to be through a variety of global retailers, including ShopDisney.com. So All right. that's exciting, huh? Very. Um, you can enter the Walt Disney World Resort 50th Celebration Sweepstakes, uh, and that will give you a chance to win a Dream Disney Vacation or uh, gift certificates for ShopDisney.com. That's right. It is the 50th Anniversary Celebration Sweepstakes, which you can enter now through October 24th. The grand prize is a five-day, four-night vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort for you and up to three guests. Uh, two other prize winners will receive, receive ShopDisney.com merchandise credit. Uh, so that uh, that's fun news. You know, I saw a sweepstakes from the, um, got to be the early 90s. Mm-hmm. It was for the winner and two guests. It's just weird. Like a, it's like a, a weird combo. Yeah, that is an odd yeah. combo. Okay. Um, The Disney Parks blog has some Disney Cruise Line news. Um, They just announced their early 2023... um, Itineraries. Thank you, itineraries. They are going to be returning to some favorite tropical destinations in the Bahamas, Caribbean, and Mexico. That's right. There's no better time to think about the Caribbean than as it starts to get cold around here. Uh, We're going to have the uh, Wish... The Fantasy and the Dream Embarking on Cruises Around the Bahamas and the Caribbean. Uh, In January and February, The Magic will sail from Galveston, uh, also on Bahamian and Western Caribbean itineraries. And then in February and March, The Magic will go down to their first uh, sailings out of New Orleans. Uh, And those will be uh, um, Grand Cayman and Cozumel, so Western uh, Caribbean itineraries. And then the Wonder will be along the West Coast uh, from San Diego in April and May. So they'll be doing their West Coast swing. So fun times on the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, The general booking window will open October 21st. uh, And then if you're platinum, the booking window opens October 14th. Uh, So between the 14th uh, let's see, the 14th is bookings for Platinum, Golden Oak, and Club 33. The 15th is Gold Castaway Club members. Um, the 18th is Silver Castaway Club members, DVC members, and Adventures by Disney Insiders. And then, as I mentioned, the 21st bookings open for everyone. Right. No word on when the next new ship will join the Disney fleet. It might be late 2023 or early 2024. Oh, you mean after the wish? 
Yes. Okay. I don't know. No Disneyland news today. Nope. So we're going to go right into Walt Disney World, where um, an unpopular lightning lane sign has been removed from It's a Small World. Oh, what was so so unwelcome about about it? it? Yeah. Oh, they just put a decal on the old FastPass sign. I guess it looked kind of cheesy. And, uh, oh, yeah, there it is. It's uh, a pink sign with just a lightning lane sticker over it. Yep. Very, you know what I like to say? Very six flags of them. Yes, it's true. So that sign has been taken down and I'm sure will be replaced with a sparkly brand new one. I'm sure. Um, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom hours have been extended for even more October days. That's right. On October 16th and 23rd, the Magic Kingdom will now close at 10 p.m., and the Animal Kingdom from October 13th through 16th and 20th through 23rd, the park will close at 8 p.m. as opposed to 7 p.m. Good. I don't know why they put schedules out because they never stick I don't know either. I guess it gives people a good idea as to when they're going to be open, but they'll probably extend it. I guess. Um, some gold railings have been added to the new platforms on uh, the Cinderella Castle stage. I think that's the story there. Uh, the only thing of note is that the gold matches the gold color in the 50th anniversary color scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some planters, not mobile planters, okay. just regular uh, planters around some of the unfinished areas on the platform. So they're still working on them and uh, they'll be done before we know it. Very good. The old platforms had archways. No word on whether archways are going to show up on these new platforms or not. All right. The FastPass kiosks have been removed from the Jungle Cruise and from Mickey's PhilharMagic. That's right. As well as from the tunnel connecting Adventureland and Frontierland in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, So some of the spots, it's just, it looks like broken up concrete. um, But uh, they are gone in preparation for the, um, the debut of Disney Genie, which happens on the 19th. Very interested to see how that goes. Yes. Mickey's PhilharMagic is now closed for a one-month refurbishment. That's right, and it will reopen on November 12th with the new Coco scene. Uh, They have construction walls up around the entrance, and um, the other parks, let's see, California and Paris already have the updates. Oh, okay. So uh, Florida will finally be getting it. All right. And then uh, some Coco-related news over in Epcot as well. Yes. Um, The voice actor for Coco, Anthony Gonzalez, surprised Epcot guests by performing with Mariachi Cobre. That's right. Anthony Gonzalez portrayed Miguel in the 2017 animated film. And they sang Un Poco Loco, Remember Me, and The World Es Mi Familia. Do you know how much I would have liked to have been there for that? I wonder how much his voice has changed in five years, though. Oh, I don't know. But uh, very exciting. Uh, They do have some video of the performance out, so maybe you can watch that and see what it was like. Yeah, I would like to. Um, In an interview by The Laughing Place with Disney Imagineer Steve Davidson, um, it was uh, suggested that um, the music for Disney's Harmonious at Epcot um, was Bob Chapek's idea. Yeah, and he says, uh, why don't we do a Disney concert? Everyone loves Disney music. Yeah, I I don't think that Chapek gets it. No. You know, I think when Epcot was created, it was supposed to be anti-Disney. There were supposed to be no characters. It was supposed to celebrate world cultures. It was supposed to be a permanent world's world's fair. Over time, of course, it's transitioned and they've welcomed characters into the mix. But it's never been, you know, it's never been a knock you over the head type of. Yeah, I mean, something that's around, that's all about Disney music, that's more something they would do in the Magic Kingdom, like with the Castle Show. Or even Hollywood Studios. You want to talk about Disney music, the music comes from the movies. Right. 
celebrate it in Hollywood studios. Right. Yeah. Epcot should be something cultural. Right. And okay. it's not. Nope. So. Well, we'll see whether we hate it in uh, in a few months. That's right. But there is some good news coming out of Epcot. All right. Um, let's see. In Epcot, they they added some new banners at the front entrance circle. So the 50th anniversary banners are there. And then um, they are now having face painting again, which is very exciting. Um what section is that in? That's right. It is in, uh, let's see, the Africa Outpost, African Outpost over by the Coke Station. And they have uh, put the face painters back. And the face painters now have a movable plexiglass shield that goes around the, uh, goes between the face painter and the guest when they're painting faces. And that's got to so, be an extra little challenge to try to paint around a, a shield. Right, but it's not that big. No, it's not big. It's like a mobile sneeze guard. Yeah, it's just in case the kids turn on and try to cough on you. Right. But that's exciting to have, have that back. Yeah. Um, moving to the Animal Kingdom, Restaurantosaurus uh, now has a sponsor, and that sponsor is um, Impossible, uh, makers of the Impossible Burger. That's right. The new sign on Restaurantosaurus says, Home of the Impossible Burger. Um, Exciting, you know, sponsorship in the Magic Kingdom and the parks these days is is not that prevalent. So it's always nice to see uh, somebody coming in to sponsor something. I just hope they don't make uh, all of Restaurantosaurus go to Impossible Burgers. That would suck. It would. Um, it seems that Disney World is not allowing single-night hotel stays um, during the dates of October 14th through December 5th. Um, it looks like if you try to go to the website and put in a one-night stay, it does not come up with any choices. However, if you extend that to a second day, you get all kinds of choices. That's right. And that's actually something we experienced for our stay in uh, December 31st through January 2nd. Yep. Um, but uh, it only applies to room-only packages. If you purchase tickets, they'll let you stay for a night. But if you're doing a room-only reservation, you cannot do it for a night. No, isn't there a minimum of two day tickets when you book a package there is so yeah so you can right, stay for one night if you, you can stay for one night if you want uh two days worth of tickets right so um the minimum length of stay for the resorts is one night mm -hmm. but it will not allow you to book one night right and that was my argument when i booked our uh two night stay yep so what you have to do is you have to book more than two nights and then call and ask guest services to modify that for you yeah i'm not sure how that will modify down to one night we're not trying to do that we're right. modifying down to two nights yep so I don't know if they'll let you modify to one night. Um, Old Key West has reopened their lobby after a long refurbishment. That's right. It's been closed for just about four months, and they have reopened with a new space. Uh, and it, they now have seafoam green walls uh, with a white ceiling, a lot of rattan, uh, different seating styles, as well as wicker furniture and cabana-type stuff. Uh, I don't necessarily know that I like the architecture. It's I don't a, like it either. Uh, not architecture. I like the architecture. The interior I don't design. like the interior design. No. It, it just seems like a mishmash. Exactly. It seems cluttered. Um, yeah. No. The, the, it, I'm not. I'm not impressed. There's upholstered couches. There's wicker couches. It it looks like something your crazy aunt does uh, at her house. Yeah. I'm. It's. It's definitely not my favorite. I think I liked, I just liked the old one a little bit better. I like the seafoam. I like, um, obviously, the architecture in the, the uh, lobby hasn't changed, and that's beautiful, and they still have it painted that sort of uh, creamy color. Uh, I don't mind the rattan. I don't mind the the way the upholstered um, couches are and the different colored and patterned um, pillows, 
But it's just, I don't know, they have things that the lamps and they have candles all over the tables and uh, I don't know, the patterned rugs. It's just, it's it's too much and it doesn't look, doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't look nice. Okay. So. We won't stay there. We're not hiring that interior designer for yes. our house. That's all. I love the resort though, so I would put up with it. All right. Um, Disney Visa card members um, had their pre-sale window open for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. That opened when? That opened on the 12th, which was Tuesday. And that window closes on October 16th. Uh, The first sailing aboard the Halcyon has been sold out. um, But there are other periods that you can book for. And then after this booking window closes, the general bookings uh, for the general public will open on October 28th. Okay. Harrison Ford has been spotted on Indiana Jones, the Indiana Jones 5 set in Italy. That's right. The fifth installment um, had to be put on hold a few months ago, a few weeks ago, when Harrison Ford was injured. However, he is now back in uh, character and on set after a three-month break. Harrison Ford is 79 years old. He looks fantastic. I was going to say he's starting to look it. Well, I mean, yeah, but he still looks great. Okay, then we can agree to disagree on that. I mean, I think he looks good for 79, but I, I have a hard time, especially if there's a lot of stunts in here. Yeah. You know, like most Indiana Jones movies have, I'm going to have a hard time with uh, Harrison Ford doing a bunch of stunts. Maybe there's a lot of body double action Maybe. going on there. Maybe. All right. Will Poulter is going to be playing Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That's right. Very exciting for this. Um he was teased at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy because we saw his cocoon uh, um, uh, from that uh, Aisha had. Uh, those were the gold people. Remember the gold yeah. people in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Um, and that is the cocoon that births uh, Adam Warlock. Uh, so it's been announced that, uh, that he has been cast. Uh, the film is expected to begin production in November which is good because they've actually got a lot to do. Not only are they filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, but they have to do all of the uh, ride footage for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Mm -hmm. And then they are doing, uh, which will be out in 2022, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Okay. They're doing a holiday special. (laughs) That's fun. um, For Disney+. Plus. Love it. So there will be a lot going on. Cool. There is a movie focusing on Disneyland's creation that's going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. That's right. According to Deadline, there is a movie directed by David Gordon Green uh, for Disney Studios. And it uh, is just an idea based on uh, a pitch from Calvary Media. Uh, No release date is available, but they did uh, announce that uh, Mr. Green will direct and that uh, Evan Spiliotopoulos, uh, who was involved in the Jungle Book 2, Pooh's Heffalump movie, Tinkerbell, and The Lost Treasure, will be writing the script. Okie dokie. So maybe they'll get Tom Hanks to uh, portray uh, Walt again. Okay. Um, also coming to Disney Plus um, is a show called, or a movie, I guess, Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, this is a reboot of uh, Home Alone. That's right. It is a reboot of the Home Alone series, uh, which is now, it'll be 30 years old. That debuted wow. in 1991. Uh, and this is uh, a story about Max Mercer. Uh, whose parents go to Japan for the holidays. And you know what? What? They forget him. Oh, no. I don't know how many kids this happens to, but apparently (laughs) it happens to a lot. Um, And two burglars attempt to break in. I did watch the trailer. Um, 
you know, it's a Disney Plus movie. This has the feel of a Disney Channel movie right. to it. Yeah. Um, the only interesting thing was uh, mm-hmm. they show the cops arrive at the house mm-hmm. and one of the cops gets out of the car. You don't see his face, um, but the officer's last name is McAllister. Okay. Was that the same as? That was Kevin McAllister. Ah, all right. Was the name of Macaulay Calkins' character in the original Home Alone. So gotcha. is it possible that uh, that Kevin went on to become a police officer? Well, that would be kind of cool. That, uh, that could be. All right. Um, a animator who did some work on Snow White um, has just passed away. She was 111 years old. That's right. This is Disney animator and Disney legend Ruthie Thompson. Uh, she was 111. Uh, she passed away uh, over the weekend on Sunday. She started work as an animator on Snow White but she was also one of the live-action models for Walt's Alice series, uh, which was prior to Mickey Mouse in the uh, 20s. Wow. Um, so she worked all the way with Disney up until, I believe, 1975. No, yes, 1975. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she worked from Snow White up until The Rescuers. Um, and she was also one of the first women in the um, – Involved behind the scenes with camera work. She's one of the first three women uh, into the camera uh, operators union okay. uh, in the 40s or 50s. So uh, very sad news. Um, but uh, she was active right up until the end. Uh, she was raising money. She lived at like the, you know, the old, the, the home for um, old actors and actresses yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. film, film people. And she was still raising funds because the home had an active television studio because the people were involved in entertaining and she was raising funds uh, for them to continue work on their in-house studio. So uh, very sad news for Ruthie Thompson. Well, I mean, I don't know how much more time she could have asked for. That's true. You don't get much more time than 111 years. She was really looking forward to 112. Um, Now this, I put this under entertainment. I'm not really sure why. And I'm not sure. Um, but it came up when I was searching Disney news stories, and that is that Bombas uh, socks have just released a line of Disney socks. Now, uh, Bombas socks, which I think we saw on Shark Tank a number of years ago, which happens to be an ABC show, um, they were a pitch to the sharks. And their big thing was that for every pair of socks purchased, they will donate a pair of socks to uh, children or homeless. Okay. Um, so they, they have a philanthropical uh aspect to them as well. Um, But they did come out with a set of six Disney princess inspired uh, socks that you can only purchase through their website, which is bombas.com. And they don't have the actual princesses on them, but they have a motif uh, that is based on the princess's color scheme. Uh, So if you're interested in socks, uh, you might want to check out the Bombas website. Okie dokie. Yeah. That's a. I guess I know what you're getting for your stocking stuffer. (laughs) Um, At Universal Studios Florida, um, it looks like Fear Factor Live might be permanently closed. That's right. They have not yet reopened the Fear Factor stage. Uh, Universal's been open now since uh, the spring of 2020. They do use the stage area for their nightmare fuel at Halloween Horror Nights. but uh, they're talking about the fact that Halloween Horror Nights uh, maybe the last time that set gets used 
uh, because they're not going to reopen Fear Factor. Uh, now, the word has not come out officially from Universal, but as we've found out over the years, that usually the rumor is true. Right. All right. A new park uh, is getting ready to open this uh, winter. Um, that is the Peppa Pig theme park um, that is located near Legoland. That's right. It is, uh, I believe, it's a part of Legoland, but a separate gate. Mm-hmm. Um, they have announced that they are going to be opening to the public on February 24th. And uh, they will have ticket prices, including combo deals with Legoland. But a one-day ticket for Peppa's Park will be $34.99 at the gate. But if you purchase online, it will be $30.99. There's also a one-day option that includes both Peppa Pig Theme Park and Legoland for $124.99 purchased at the gate and $109 online. Uh, An annual pass for the Peppa Pig Theme Park sells for (laughs) $79.99. And these ticket prices apply to everyone age two and older. Uh, Legoland and Peppa Pig Theme Park are both properties of Merlin Entertainment, which is a British company. Uh, The Peppa Pig Park is going into Legoland's original parking lot. Um, This park is developed with preschoolers in mind, and it includes smaller scale rides like Granddad Dog's Pirate Boat Ride, Grampy Rabbit's Dinosaur Adventure, and Daddy Pig's Roller Coaster. Uh, the rides are designed for children and pi- uh, children and pigs to ride together, children and adults to ride together. Um, so that uh, is exciting. They also have a splash pad. Oh, I love Peppa Pig. Do you? I do. I'm not a not a big Peppa Pig. No. Fan, no. I really wish our kids were like still three years old. You know, we could probably rent some children. You think? Yeah. Nice. Let's let's, let's see if we can do that. Uh, Is that it? Any more news? Nope. All right. Hope everybody has a good day. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.